0: I.V.M.
1: LinkedIn has always been one of the most interesting and under-tapped platforms for content creators. But that's fast-changing with the growth of infotainment content in the professional space, coupled with LinkedIn's own push towards providing creators with the tools and amplification they need to grow and thrive. The Creator Accelerator program that just got launched in India is one such in the push towards scaling the creator story on LinkedIn. To discuss this further, I have Puja Chhabriya, the APAC head of creator management for LinkedIn and Pooja Dingra, the chef, entrepreneur and content creator extraordinaire on the show this week to discuss all things LinkedIn and content creation and so much more. I'm Marup Dugirala and this is Advertising is Dead. We're right back with Puja C and Pooja D. Welcome back to advertising is dead. We're talking all things LinkedIn today. You know, I'm super excited about this cause I've had like pen and paper out and I'm going to figure out all the tips and tricks about how I can create better content on LinkedIn. Cause I sometimes feel that I really am terrible at what I put up on LinkedIn. I want to ace it and to help me ace it. I have two poojas on the show for everybody disclaimer before this starts there is puja c and puja d puja chabria is 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 from the, going to give platform perspective puja dhingra is going to give us the creator and and entrepreneur and professional perspective um i have spoken about them before uh, the break so all of you all know who they are and what they do but i think they don't need introduction so we'll get straight into this i'm going to first start off by asking puja c i want to understand what the creator ecosystem looks like on linkedin right now um what is keeping the platform excited about what the opportunity is.
2: Yeah. So Varun, before I get into what's the opportunity, let me just define for the audience, like who is a LinkedIn creator and what's the value that's being driven for creators on LinkedIn. So for us, a creator on LinkedIn is anyone who has an interesting story to tell, uh, who is also a subject matter expert in their area of work and who are also driving... Uh, professional, meaningful conversations around the world of work. So that's how you know LinkedIn differs from the other platforms in terms of that professional context. And every day we are seeing you know millions of posts, videos, articles shared on LinkedIn, and there is a lot of engagement happening. But I think more than engagement, what is different that we are seeing is uh, opportunity. So I'll explain to you this concept, right? This idea, and we, we're seeing this happening in real life where. You know, creators are putting content out there. uh, That's driving, you know, uh, conversation, right? So when they put content out there, people share, comment, and so on. And when those conversations happen, people are able to connect to each other. So connections, you know, uh, happen. And with connections, it opens up opportunities. So I know it's a very theoretical concept. But, you know, when I and my team, you know, speak to creators every day, and we're seeing this happening in real life. So I'll give you an example. Let me start with the first example, which is uh, we have a creator who talks about the area of fintech. So she's an analytics professional and she's in the fintech industry. She talks about that. And through that, she's been able to build a strong community of followers who are interested in that content, in her content and consume that content. And she was never looking for a job. Like she was happy in a job. But her content somehow reached potential employers, reached potential recruiters. And they found her and they gave her a fantastic opportunity. So you can see how creation leads to opportunity. And it's not only like opportunity for yourself as a creator, but also you have a potential to create opportunity for others right and you've seen examples as well like there's a creator who does a lot of content on um, public speaking and you know coaching people on their next job interview uh, and so on and with that actually she shared a story with us that one of her followers consumed her content found it valuable used it in an interview and was able to um, find his next job So you can see, you know, that sort of cycle, that idea that we have, how it plays out in real life. And actually, we're seeing examples even beyond jobs, entrepreneurs being able to get investors, uh, creating visibility for their brands. I am a working mother. I came back from maternity leave in October. And when I came back, I was looking for that kind of content to help me come back to work. So I started following a lot of women leaders who, you know, are sharing tips and tricks on how do you get back to work? How do you sort of ramp up? And how do you think of the next phase of your career? So I think to, you know, sort of summarize this, Varun, it would be the word opportunity where creation on LinkedIn can actually lead you to your next opportunity, whatever opportunity that looks like for you.
1: I think what's interesting, what you just said is that it's it's a landscape where, you know, some of the core things, right, it's like what you put out there, you think twice about making sure it's valuable content that it has actually information behind it, you're not putting random stuff there. Um, And I've also seen whenever someone puts up something random, you will get a comment saying this is not content we should put on LinkedIn, right? I've seen that happen so often. Um, I was it interesting when someone does that and gets called out for it uh, almost instantly. On the other end, it's almost helping professionals build a narrative. I felt, you know, oftentimes the the CV was the narrative for anybody who is in the professional space today. It's like, okay, send your LinkedIn profile. People look through what you're sharing, what your content is. It's not just what's there in your profile. And I want to pick the narrative part specifically and and, and go to Pooja D and say that, when you kind of talk about your narrative as an entrepreneur and everything else that you're putting out there, how have you seen LinkedIn kind of evolve into something which you kind of, how, how you build your focus areas there, how you build your content there?
0: So I think for me, it was, you know, a space where I felt like I could discover my business voice, hmm. uh, you know, and it gave me that kind of safe space where I could talk to different entrepreneurs. As a, as a, you know, I started my business when I was a young girl and I always felt like I didn't know enough to say, you know, to have an opinion on things. And that was completely wrong. And over the last two years, I finally feel like I'm finding my voice and I'm finding my narrative. And LinkedIn's kind of given me the space to do so. So um, I, in fact, you know, I've always kind of been the person who's honest and vulnerable of what I'm going through in my own entrepreneurial journey. And I I like the fact that I can go out there and, and be like, how do I get better at panels? And I have experts coming coming in and telling me, this is what you do. Or, you know, like, how do I hire better? Or, you might know, put out a post recently saying, how do I hire better? And the kind of comments that I got on that, like really, it was like first-hand experiences from a lot of HR managers, a lot of different people. So, you know, for me, it's, It's a space of learning and growing. So it's not only about me going out there and saying, this is how I'm crushing it and this is how I'm killing it and this is what I'm doing. But it's more like, hey, you know, these are the challenges I'm facing. And I'm sure that, you know, there's many people out there like me who are facing the same challenges. How can we help each other? So I think for me, it's been, you know, the narrative has been that. And I'm quite enjoying it. Uh
1: I think the interesting part of what you said is also about community, right? I think oftentimes what you forget is that, you know, not, not just putting it out there for yourself and moving on, you're putting it out there for others to interact with to kind of comment on. And um, I've often found that you discover so many things across the comments of, of, of stuff that actually gets put up on LinkedIn, right? And I often go through that and you try to figure out, okay, this person's given a, a, a link to somebody else's profile. Um, and sometimes you throw some really random things there and you discover gold, right? I literally turned on the other day and I said, uh, why are there no cohort based courses for people who want to talk about useless things? And I got linked to five people who actually are creating content in that space. Right. So suddenly you you, you discover things out there, but just just kind of uh, reaching out and just putting it there. I want to come to puja here and say that how does the community aspect really kind of play? In? Because I think community is going to be core to really. Anybody as a creator, especially in this space kind of going ahead and if you have to look at a specific set of tools, which are really, you know, have been brought in to enable that, what would those be?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think this is top of mind, right? Uh, Building that community, because like I said, that entire flywheel community score to that, that's in the center that opens up opportunities for you for learning and, and all of that, that you mentioned. So some of the tools that we've launched, the first is switching on the creator mode. So, you know, uh, that was one of our biggest sort of launches where if you aspire to build a community, if you aspire to share your story and drive value, you can switch it on. And with that, you get other tools, like you were mentioning, Varun, initially, like live events, right? You can actually live stream an event and get your community to participate. And then there are features where you can live answer questions and things like that. So that is one um, feature. Then newsletters is another one, which helps you build that deeper relationship in your community where they subscribe, right? They are interested to hear more from you. So similarly, I think that these are sort of these core tools. And when you switch on that creator mode, uh, people can follow you, which means also LinkedIn, you know, creates visibility for you in terms of other members who would be interested uh, in following you. So I would, I mean, I would urge anybody who aspires to create on LinkedIn, the first thing would be switch on that creator mode. uh, And like Varun was saying, like think through that narrative, right? Like think through what, you want to talk about and and what do you stand for and what would be unique that you can share that the community will find value from.
1: I will follow up on that point that is that when you look at this whole infotainment category of content and now we find infotainment across the board, especially on a platform like LinkedIn, what have you seen that what kind of content really works? I mean, Everybody feels that they're being informative, but there's some things which work and some things which just seem lost. Um, so I'm looking at the stuff which works. And What have you kind of seen from a platform perspective that this really works um, almost like you know, what you should really put out there if you are and to give out information?
2: Yeah. So there are a few things that we've seen, you know, working really well. Number one is commentary on like latest industry trends right? Business news. So what's your perspective? And it's not always that you're writing a big post around it or you need to do a big video. It's even leaving a comment somewhere, right? And engaging in that conversation. So I think that would be the number one thing that works. The second is uh, what we were talking initially is providing value to your community. So you, everybody has a certain skill or a point of view that can be valuable to somebody else, you know, um, and there's such diversity of topics on LinkedIn right now uh, when people are talking about like crypto to like sustainability to like uh, diversity at the workplace. So it's, it's like very, very sort of varied. So having that point of view, providing that value from what you have learned, I think that works really well. And that's why we are seeing those stories of opportunities opening up, right? And in fact, one of my colleagues was, diff- and I love the description she had, she said LinkedIn is a platform of generosity, which means mm-hmm. that, you know, um, it's not, I mean, there are, of course, people want to celebrate, right? They want to celebrate their accomplishments, but they can go beyond that and see how they got to that accomplishment and share that with others who can get value from that. So that works. Um, also, we have seen in the last two years during the pandemic, just vulnerable sharing of mm-hmm. just life what happens in life and we know it impacts our professional life like the lines between our personal and professional lives have like blurred so much so you know sharing all of that like how you know people are working from home remote working that sort of child care during working from home so all of that also is you know something something that we've seen people sharing a lot so i think these would be a few things um and i would say nobody has to put themselves in a bucket. But, you know, um, I think having that authentic voice and, and being consistent, I would say, with that. Mm. So it's not that, you know, you put one piece of content out there and that's enough. You just have to be consistent and that consistency, any, anything that you think is works for you, like once a week, twice a mm. week. You know, but just maintaining that also, you know, um will help build that community aspect that, that you were talking about.
1: What surprised you about your community uh Pujadi on on LinkedIn, especially like just in terms of the yeah. I mean you're mentioning about how you know you found your business voice and there's there's obviously, you know people have shared a lot of stuff with you, but what surprised you about just like the difference from, I know you and I offline have had chats, about how different platforms have different yeah. kinds of uh, things kind of coming in. So uh, I'd love to get a perspective on what's, what you've kind of learned from your community and how your community kind of actually played a part in uh, driving a narrative.
0: Yeah, I think it's been, it's been truly interesting to to kind of build and learn from this community. And like Pooja was saying, this opportunity, right. Uh, for me, it, I've also managed to, um, hire really well through you know especially the last two years and going back to vulnerability when i wrote about shutting down the cafe etc i was you know struggling with um hiring the right people for my team and i had a food scientist who you know slid into my dms and said i love the hot chocolate at your low 15 cafe and you know i'm a food scientist i would love to be a part of the low 15 team and help you build this and you know for me this was like it was like godsend and you know we launched our hot chocolate and we managed to do all of that it all came out through through this whole community exercise of me kind of reaching out telling my story and people feeling like, oh, I want to connect with you and I want to work with you. Um, so it's really helped with that. And now as we, you know, I, I mean, I keep asking for tips and advice that is, you know, and I keep sharing what I've what what I, what i learned as well. So that is an ongoing process. But I think it's really fascinating because as an employer as well, that just the opportunities to hire better, um, to also reach out to potential investors. I've, you know, met a lot of investors on LinkedIn. Um, that are closely tracking me and watching me. <laughs> uh, so you know that 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 journey has also been quite exciting, and it's it's also nice to kind of uh, find that place of just you know being who you who you really are. Like it gives you the space to be that person. Um, earlier, I used to feel that you know to be on LinkedIn, you have to be this really serious business person, and it was meant for you know like uh, j- uh, traditional jobs. And now I you know the landscape has changed so much over the last two years, uh, especially. And now I can go and share a recipe about baking and I can connect with other chefs and other bakers uh, issues and problems that we have in the kitchen that to like what is what what is it like to you know uh, be a woman in the industry so I think it's 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 very diverse and i'm I'm actually kind of just figuring out um what this community value really is but I, so far I've seen like real great opportunity with just growing the business hiring better hope hopefully raising some money
1: <laughs> oh which I have no doubts about how uh, that's going to go. I just want to tap into the into this aspect. Once you switched on creative mode, uh, and I know that both of us, I, I think, were at the same time when this pandemic when switched on in recent times on to creative mode. Um, what were pieces that you kind of discovered? Because... I found a few things that kind of also evolved in just how I looked at creating content. You you know, there were some aspects that, that changed for me. Um, I'm not sure what changed for you in terms of what you're putting out there.
0: Um, I think it's very specific to, you know, so for, for me, I never really plan and this is, uh, this is also the problem with consistency, which I'm working on. So this is just a message to people that everyone struggles with it. Uh, but you just gotta you gotta make it a part of your of your routine. But I think for me, it was mostly kind of trying to understand what what works better. And um, uh, yeah, I'm still kind of figuring out what what were the things that you discovered when you switched to creative One.
1: I actually found the fact that I was suddenly looking at creating, I don't know what it was. It was just, once you switched on, I, it felt like I'm creating for an audience. Uh, There's still, it was just like I'm sharing on a professional network. So um, I suddenly started tapping into the newsletter format seeing how I could use that better. Um, I started dabbling into, you know, I, I tried the the live audio one, which I thought was, was super interesting kind of try out um, being a podcast. So that's one of the default things you jump onto and try and figure out how you could kind of leverage that. And also I, I found it interesting that it's called um live audio events and, and, and it had an event tag to it, which again in my head made me look at it very differently from what I would look at um, on other platforms. But more than anything else, it kind of got me interested to see, okay, what can you create? And suddenly I saw people experimenting with different formats, I Seen a lot more imagery, seen a lot more video uh, popping out there. Um, and uh, although I still see enough people who, who still post about uh, LinkedIn hacks and how you can kind of get more of an, an audience there and I'm guilty for DMing those people and asking them all about the LinkedIn hacks one can kind of use to build a bigger audience. But um and that actually brings me to I would say the non-hack way of building uh on LinkedIn, which is uh the Creator Accelerator Program, which is, which is just launched. I wanna understand A from for anyone kind of listening right now what that kind of means for a creator on LinkedIn. Um and how and cutting second market out after the US is it's being launched. So, we understand why, uh, what's the opportunity in India for a creator and 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 for the platform?
2: Yeah. So, with the creator accelerator program, our goal is how we can support creators in India. So, we're going to select a cohort of two hundred creators uh, in India and provide them like coaching, support, mentorship opportunities with other creators. In fact, Pooja is, you know, one of the mentors of that, of that program. And so it's like a 10 week incubator style program where you'll get all of this learning. You'll get to learn from others. You'll get to learn from LinkedIn experts, from my team, you know, the community management team, which will help you, you know, build that voice for you on LinkedIn, help you plan, you know, that sort of content calendar and how you want to show up and how you want to build a community. And, you know, with that, our aim also as LinkedIn is how we can get that diversity of content uh, on LinkedIn with a variety of topics. So already we are seeing like people are sharing different things uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, So how do we sort of cultivate that even further? So that's, that's our aim. So how do we, you know, coach this group of 200 creators, help them learn from each other as well. Like, um, so the like Varun, you said, we launched this program in the US. And after that, India is the second market globally, which shows the importance of LinkedIn, uh, which shows the importance of India for LinkedIn when it comes to the creator investment. And the feedback that we got is they loved interacting with each other. In that cohort, Mm. so we are almost building a community of these creators who can learn uh, from each other. So that's essentially, you know, our objective with Creator Accelerator program. And we are looking for people in India who are based in India to apply for it. Tell us what you think will be that unique idea. um, You know what your passion is about building the community, and how you'll think through your plan. Uh, around it and also tying it back to our vision at linkedin which is economic opportunity because like we said right like create creation on linkedin is not only about entertainment it is how you are creating value for yourself and you're creating value for other members so in a nutshell this is about um the program
1: um- I think what's also interesting about this is once you start looking at it from a community perspective, and and most creators talk about this. Right? If a platform is talking about them as a as a as a group and as you know and, and as a community of creators, then suddenly the perspective of someone creating also kind of changes, right? And, I, and I've seen that perspective kind of shift uh, whenever that kind of happens. When you bring a bunch of people together, then they'll obviously kind of think of different things to do uh, in that sense. From a mentoring perspective, especially in this program, uh, Pujari, what do you think you're primarily going to focus on? Um, what are you what are you looking to share?
0: I want to help people to find their voice. You know, I think that it's uh, you know everyone has something that's very individual and what you bring to the table. So I feel like, and especially for for women who find it really hard to kind of um, going through my own challenges, so that would be one part of it. And then just how to take your business experiences, what are you know best practices. And and the thing is that this is something that is you know as we turn twelve years old, I have like this you know, everything that I did wrong. <laughs> How can you avoid that? So I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of it.
1: Um, I'm actually going to pick up a term which I noticed when I was reading up about um, all the creative initiatives. Right? There's a term called deep subscriptions that kept coming up. And I thought that's an interesting term because, you know, subscription is often a term that's used, but the term deep subscription... I would say it's uh, it's a great clickbait because it makes you think about it more um, in my head. But I think a good clickbait is also when you know this, there's something deeper there in that sense. So I want to understand uh, uh, from you, Pooja, that how do you define deep subscriptions and how does that kind of play into the overall creator space in LinkedIn?
2: Yeah, so it it will go back to you know what we started the conversation with, right? Like why are members coming to LinkedIn? Right, yeah. they are coming to LinkedIn to learn. To grow, uh, to hire or to get hired, to look for that next opportunity. So when someone comes to LinkedIn and this is when we talk to members, right, like to understand from them how they're spending time on different like social media platforms. On LinkedIn, they're coming in with that professional mindset. Uh, They're coming in with that mindset to learn. Um, And that's where when they take a decision to follow someone, they know that, you know, this person is going to add that value to, to what I want to do in my career and so on so I think that's where the deep subscription comes to mind so it's not only about the eyeballs right like the creator puts something out there and there are millions of people who are seeing it but it's also the quality of community that is being built and how you know we have actually seen examples also I was talking to um, a D2C founder in India who had a very successful exit uh, from his business and he was in fact reiterating this and telling my team that you know I care about who is in my community not always the volume right yeah. of, of people who are following me. it's great for me to build that sort of breadth but the depth is important because through that he actually connected to a potential investor and he was able to have a successful exit um you know so I think that's where the deep comes in the deep subscription and that's where like products like newsletter right where essentially people are opting in and saying I want to hear more from you uh, yeah. I, I find your content valuable
1: um, I have a bunch more questions and I have an interesting idea for what we should actually do right after this break but I know we need to go into one. Um, I've, I'm thankfully not being reminded by a producer. We're doing this without being reminded uh, after a long time. So we'll just do that and right back with Advertising is Dead. Welcome back to Advertising is Dead. Uh, we're still talking to Puja C and Puja D. I said we have, I'll call them PD and PC, but I fluctuate in between. I have been told that in while this break was going on, so uh, we're back into this conversation about all things LinkedIn. Now. The one aspect which we, I think we've touched upon briefly, but we haven't gotten, uh, I, I might be interested to look at deeper into is to so how has the LinkedIn consumer changed, right? Just in terms of what they kind of want as content and what they kind of expect, what they interact with. Pooja C, uh, which one, uh, what have you kind of seen uh, on that front?
2: Yeah, I've been at LinkedIn for 10 years. So I'm completing 10 years in March. So my entire career has been LinkedIn, uh, has been at LinkedIn. And when I joined, of course, you know, LinkedIn was all about jobs, right? How do you find the next job? And so on. And through those 10 years, I've seen such a huge transformation. I mean, it's not only a transformation on LinkedIn, but we know that you're professionally also. The world of work has, has changed so much. So we are seeing people like members from diverse you know uh, fields coming on LinkedIn so when you know Pooja you were talking about you know um, in the past LinkedIn was all about tech and finance and IT but today we're seeing members coming from your industry right like hospitality and um, just varied industry fashion creative fields and so on coming on LinkedIn
1: doing some great job on uh, great stuff on LinkedIn as well it's just super fun
2: yeah, because like, you know, world of work is not only the corporate world of work, right? World of love, like what y'all like y'all are also doing is also world of work. So we want that also to be represented on LinkedIn. So that's the big change, that's the big shift we've seen that members from diverse fields are seeing value on the platform. And that is sort of fueled for the content being created, you know, in in through these sort of diverse ideas and and fields. And also in terms of consumption, I'll go back to you know what I was saying, right? And more and more we talk to members is. They are coming to consume content for any value that, you know, it creates for them. And that value could be as simple as, oh, this is interesting. I learned something new. It's a different perspective to the other spectrum, which is, okay, I got an investor for my company. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think that is where the consumption has changed. Newsletters, in fact, like in terms of specific sort of avenues and channels where they're consuming content. Newsletter has taken a good sort of, you know, pick up, you know, members are subscribing to that um, and so on. Uh, Just simple people post on LinkedIn and people are engaging uh, with that. So I think overall, you know, the consumption has been in a way that, you know, for every member who comes in, there is diversity of content uh, that is available on LinkedIn. I
1: have to ask you a question about this one feature, which I find super interesting, right? Is, Is the profile video. Um, and I find that super interesting because I'm like, am I, do I try to be funny? Do I try to do something fun? There is often with stuff stuck in my head, but, um, is that almost a way, Is a, would you call that the elevator pitch of LinkedIn? Like if someone's going to profile saying, okay, this is what I am about. Would you kind of put it in that bucket?
2: Yeah, you could say elevator pitch from a corporate world. But I would say what Pooja was saying, right? What's my unique voice? Like hmm. when you come visit my profile, what do I stand for? Like for me, I would say um, marketer turned creator, manager, love stories, you know all of that that describes me but something else could describe someone else so whatever you think describes you authentically that's the place to tell your story so if it's an elevator pitch yeah it's an elevator pitch or it's just um, a connect that you want to do you know with someone who visits your profile
1: what's going to be in your profile video? I've realized what mine is going to be. I will say see, mine after you tell me what no, you're going see,
0: to do. You know, do. you and I have been trying to do stand up for very long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's, it's just going to be, uh, you know, I, uh, very delicious pictures of food and videos of food. Because mm-hmm. I got that, you know, I got, I, mm-hmm. I got all the sugar.
1: Um, mine's going to be entrepreneur turned midlife crisis creator is what I'm going to call myself on that video. Uh, and I, I should trademark that term. I use it too often lately. Um, I want to also get into... A few things about what I've actually noticed in terms of just like engagement levels, right? And the the amount of engagement levels I have actually seen on LinkedIn is 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 very high, and there's a lot of like one of the key things which I've realized is that the, the amount of organic reach one can kind of get, you know, just in terms of scaling that out is so much more. Um, I want to also like tap into that point a little bit more and how one can kind of drive a lot more organic reach. Um, and how is how is that a core part of the entire creator experience on LinkedIn? Uh, um, Pooja, see to you.
2: Yeah, so definitely we've, in fact, in the last two years, right, during the pandemic is we've seen, we've seen that engagement spike. So in the last yeah. two years, we've added 20 million new members, and it's growing 15% year over year. And even in fact, like India, is leading the world for us in terms of engagement. So the the engagement on the LinkedIn app in India is 4x of that the global average. So overall, these metrics are one, like they tell the bigger story. But when you uh, sort of dig deeper in terms of that sort of organic reach that somebody wants to drive on LinkedIn, I'll suggest sort of a simple framework to think about, right? One is, having that authentic voice, like what do you stand for? What is your expertise? Or what is it that you are passionate about that you want to talk, you know? Uh, It also comes from understanding the audience who will consume that content. Uh, So you would want to talk about X, Y, Z and how will that drive value for for your audience who will then follow you and and that will build your community. And then I think that would be the first step so whether you want to share about digital marketing trends, or you are very passionate about diversity in the workplace, or you're passionate about like data science, for example, right? Like what are the new trends in, in that industry and so on? So I think picking up that niche, instead of going very broad, pick a niche uh, where you would be known for something and start creating, try different formats out there. Um, and I would say the consistency, I would say is key. And definitely it's not easy, right? Like we understand, right? But you know, how can you think of more sort of scalable ways of building that consistency? Not every piece of content needs to be a video. You can have video in the mix, right? But it could also be a simple poll. You know, the polls feature that you create, I think mm-hmm. that drives the two-way engagement. It can be something as that. And based on the results of the poll, you could actually write a small like a post or you can do a video. So I would say like, um, these would be the few things, right? Like what's your authentic voice? What, what your niche audience is? And then, how will you be consistent in terms of creating that content for the audience?
1: Um, I have a question for for Pujari, but I want to I want to do a follow up on this one. Um, what is exciting, What are you looking at as, as an exciting thing for the future as this kind of builds up? You know, this fast growing creator focus on LinkedIn. Uh, what is exciting you from the platform and for the future, especially? In India, but I, I would say that across the board as
2: well. Yeah, so I would say number one, CAP, the Creator Accelerator Program is exciting. Mm-hmm. We launched mm-hmm. it in the US. Um, now, of course, we launched it in India. Uh, so you hear more from us on like the 200 people who would be selected and what are they doing? What has been their journey? How are they sort of coming up with these newer ideas, right? And sharing on LinkedIn. So that is big. Uh, the second is also a lot of support. From my team. So, we are building the community management team. uh, And I have a team in India. We are building a team in Asia Pacific as well. Globally, we have a team. And our goal is how do we support creators, right? How do we give them the tips and tricks? How do we help them in their journey where they have someone at LinkedIn that they can work with to get that advice uh, and so on? Uh, So, I would say these would be i think a few things and also from a product perspective audio events varun you mentioned of course it's available yeah. only to a few uh, creators as as in the beta stage uh, but that is something we'll continue to build on right based on what we hear the feedback um and and how that scales so these are a few things top of mind for us
1: um and uh, and pujari how, how do you what are you excited to try out and kind of expand your content journey on linkedin with what are you looking to kind of say okay i haven't done this yet or i need to do more of this what are those pieces for you
0: all of it, I feel like it's so exciting right now, because there's so many different things that I want to try. I'm also really growing the business right now. So there's so many challenges. Um, you know, so for that, I'm also excited to reach out to different people, use that community, get the knowledge that I need, um, connect with different entrepreneurs, you know, try out all these different things. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to try all of it out. I'm also a little bit nervous, because it's, you know, that just I'm still like, finding that voice and, and, you know, discovering it, but I just, I just find it to be very safe to do so. So I'm, I'm excited to see how it amplifies over the next couple of years.
1: I must say, I have a full confession. I have actually sat down as of two days ago, run through my entire LinkedIn profile and realized a lot of it has to be upgraded and changed. So I've literally been doing that over the last few days. So you will see a lot of these, I've realized I want to, if I can't do stand-up comedy, I will, I will make my profile funny. So my education background will, will call myself a, a well-educated engineer because I did a four year degree in six years. So um, I, I've decided to go that direction with everything that's there, but um, you know, as we come towards the later part of every episode, I ask my guests a series of questions. Um, Pooja D has been through this, uh, so I'll have to figure a way to make this a little more interesting for her. Um, but the, the questions have nothing to do with what we spoke about so far. Um, but it is just generally uh, actually the same set of questions I've asked all guests over the last, I don't know, 160, 170 odd episodes. Um, I'm going to start with uh, with you, Pooja. Is that, um, what do you spend a lot of time doing outside of work that keeps you occupied um, you mentioned you came back from maternity so I'm, I'm not I'm going to take away that point of spending time with kid I, I, I'm i dad too so I totally get that but I'm saying beyond that if there okay. is any time left which I know there's very little of that <laughs> left uh, what, what what keeps you excited what, what, uh, what you will enjoy doing
2: okay I love shopping And, you know, and and like I was, I I love shopping and I have my favorite fashion brands. And in the last, I was never an online shopper. I used to Mm -hmm. love to go to the store, but with the pandemic, I've been like forced to be an online shopper. Uh, And I'm loving it. Uh, It's just that I remember my credit card details by heart. So I have to stop myself. Like, (laughs) please don't, you know, don't. Like every time it's so easy with digital. Like payments and yeah. stuff, so easy to buy. But yeah, yeah. that's where I like checking all yeah. the latest fashion.
0: Yeah, do online
1: you, shopping is the big do thing. Do you of
0: return things? Is the question. Do you buy things and return them?
2: No, it's so much of a pain, right? To return, if I bought it from a store, I could like go the next day and return it. But
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I, I realize that I'm not a returner either. Are you a returner, uh, Pooja? That's actually the question to you. Are you a I'm returner?
0: A, I'm not much of a shopper. Oh wow! Yeah. <clears throat>
1: That's interesting. So what do you spend a lot of time doing? You do too many things outside of... uh, So I'm going to take away creator part. I'm going to take away entrepreneur part. Uh, What do you you spending your time doing considering you always have something going on?
0: So this is the year that I'm climbing Mount Fuji. Uh, I have a date for it it's on the 5th of August so all my time which is not spent at work is obsessively consuming everything that I can about how to climb Mount Fuji getting my fitness in order uh, figuring out a new like uh, you know menus recipes all of that for myself so that's going to consume me till August so that's my my life.
1: I'm hopefully taking one box off my list that I'm, I'm trying to go to. I have, I try to go to countries and do random things. Um, last time I went to Italy and I asked them for Jane pizza. Um, this time I'm trying to go to, to, to Paris and, and ask them, is the tower Vodafone? Um, so I'm going to actually do that. That is my attempt this year, uh, is what I'm planning to do in that sense. but moving on from terrible dad jokes from me, um, what can you put together in an instant Pujasi?
2: An outfit. A very well thought through outfit. Yeah, I, I don't need to think too much; It's
1: like comes to my mind. Like this, this, this accessory. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Puja, you can't say pastry. A party. I can put together a
0: party in five minutes. <laughs> I'm a pro now.
1: <laughs> uh, anything that you've read, watched, or listened to recently that you'd recommend? Um, I'll, 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 so, so that I, I don't ask Pujasi the first question all the time. I'm going to let it come to you first, and I'm going to let her think about this a little bit.
0: I have just started reading the story of Trader Joe's and how it was built. Hmm. And I think that it's a really fascinating story of like fighting against the grain and going against the big guys. So that's truly amazing. Uh, watching, uh, I mean, watch. I watch. I mean, I watch Inventing Anna, which I was completely obsessed with. But uh, I, there are no takeaways from that. Just like watch it to, <laughs> to, to shut the brain a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm deep into K-dramas, so
2: that's that's where I'm at right now. What about you? i was going to say inventing anna but the second one is um, shit creek i don't know if you've mm. seen that on netflix mm. yeah. supposedly an uh, like like an underdog show like suddenly people discovered and now it's a rage so I, I loved it and i hope they come up with more seasons of it
1: um i'm trying to think of more questions here oh I have a, I have a point here um I have a question. I, I've always felt, and actually it's not going to be a question. This is a statement. The one thing people should not do on LinkedIn is just message someone saying hi and leave it at that. Um, I actually made a t-shirt out of it. Um, it's it's actually up for sale. So um, that's the only tip I would give. Uh, but I'm going to ask both of you. If you had to give one tip for someone creating content on LinkedIn, what would that be? I'm going to start with you, Poojasi.
2: Yeah, first have an updated profile, I would say like to begin with, like, you know, you know, have a profile picture and the video, like do the video, have a nice description. You can be witty in the description Description that Varun, uh, you know, was talking about and have that there because that's your identity. And then once yeah. people get to know you, they will trust you in that sense, yeah. like, and then you start sort of creating. So that that would be the first step.
1: That, that actually makes sense. Pujari,
0: For me, it would be just be real, you know, keep it real, be honest, be vulnerable, let people see who you really are. And I think that that helps them connect with you better.
1: My final question, which I actually will only be to Bujasi because I I think this... Actually, I'm going to ask both of you this question. Um, Why do you think creating professional content will not die?
2: Yeah, I mean, world of work is here to stay. We all work for a livelihood, but the industries will change. Newer jobs will come uh, and so on. Uh, I mean, I was working on... um, this project around a year back like emerging jobs you know we launched this uh, campaign and the list of jobs that are growing and creator came up as a job you know in, mm-hmm. in 2021 so it's a new job similarly new jobs will be created but you all will work and you we'll all be professionals but the form might be different and then that the professional content will stay
1: but why, why do you think this i think professional content will not die
2: exactly the same
0: as what pooja said we all have to keep making money and we have to keep working so yeah it will it'll it's here to
1: stay thank you so much for, for for coming in um i try to make this as free flowing as possible so that people can get the right kind of tips and tricks uh of what they can kind of do and more importantly i think what it's come down to is be authentic be yourself share stuff that's valuable to the community ask questions that you want answers to um and most importantly do not message people saying just hi on linkedin and leave it at that Tell them why you have messaged them is my point uh, over there. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Advertising is dead. And uh, I'm looking forward to creating a lot more content on LinkedIn because I already am. But I'm, I'm hoping people do that as well and uh, make some fun profile videos. Thank you. Thank you. If you like this podcast and you want to listen to more podcasts like this, head over to the IBM podcast website or app or wherever you get your podcast from and look at all the podcasts that IBM makes. There's some really fun
0: stuff there.